We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 232. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the Relief Around the Corner edition. Um, I should have put we that in quotes. We some relief this well, week. Well, yeah, but, you know, I was looking ahead and, you know, Corey and I didn't talk about this beforehand, so we'll get into it on the podcast, what are different philosophies of what we think is going to happen. But... Welcome back. You uh, had an impromptu anywhere. trip to Miami today, so you've been on the road all day. Corey's grandma was celebrating her 89th birthday. Awesome. Yeah, technically tomorrow. Oh. But Go do that. They had a little party for her in Miami, and we just found out about it last night. And, oh, really? <laughs> well, because they knew, I mean, with Corey working and stuff, we couldn't be there, but he happened to have the day off. So. Oh, that's right. Away we went. There you go. Perfect. Hey, you know, and parties are almost are good. Now, your now your grandmother had a birthday. My mother has a birthday. Yay! I'm trying to get my headphones right. Uh, uh, on Friday, this but is cool. I'm not going to sell tell her age because she definitely listens to the podcast. Yeah, she probably would. I didn't post grandma's age on the website, but I mean, gosh, she doesn't look 89. She ought to be proud of it. Well, and that's be what proud I proud she made that's it. That's what 89. I'm telling my mother. It's like you don't look your age. Yeah. Because I said if you look at other people that are your age. Oh yeah. Oh, her age. Look at people 20 years younger than her. I know. In nursing homes and hospitals that can barely walk or take care of themselves. And she goes and drags limbs from the from the back you know, the back 40. And she would be proud of her age. <laughs> yes. So I'm, like I'm trying to tell her. She, she she has a couple of friends. It's like, they, they treat me like I'm just really old. I said, well, well are, number but... one, no, yeah, number one, you are. <laughs> but number two, you don't act like it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have a walker. You're fine. And that's every... going to be me. I refuse to grow up. Yeah, uh, that's me. I refuse to act my age. Exactly. Well, I mean, I'm still, what, 18 right now, but. Meanwhile, like I've been going to bed at 8.30 every night this week. Oh, dear Lord. Why? Corey's, Corey's acting older than his age. Uh, well, you're working your bootay off, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. It's fun, but it's tiring. Well, you're on. Now, see, what you do, actually, as a cave guide, I get it. You're, you are an entertainer, basically. You're, yeah. You're, Plus, it's physically tiring. Right. So, see, I get it. We go down 50 stories of stairs every tour. Okay, how many tours do you do a day? Yesterday I gave four. And they were back to back. Like typically you typically they'll do like three throughout okay. the whole yeah, day. Yeah, two and then an inspection. So yeah. yeah. So I mean like three is usually tops for the whole day. Yeah. Okay. And yesterday he asked me to come and do the lantern tour because I've never been on the lantern oh, tour. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I seen some of the pictures. That I've looks been on the really regular cool. Tour, but the lantern tour is different. I've never been on that and he was scheduled to do it that day. So I show up. They usually have how long between 
tours? Oh, a couple hours. They're usually up working at the desk, and they take turns going down. So they, yeah, they have a break before they go down again. And so I'm there, and I'm watching, and I'm waiting for him because he usually comes and finds me. And it's like almost time for the tour to leave. And I hear one of the other cave guides like, you know, hey, you need to go pull Corey's train up. I'm like, he's in the cave right now? <laughs> he, he was doing a trio. And tour like, to- we're leaving in five minutes on another one? Yeah, it was pretty back to back. Wow. So he said he did like four, like back to back yesterday. But I like those. It makes the day go by faster. Well, for sure. I bet, but no, I I totally understand because when we're doing a show, our second half at the Hughes is just song after song after right. song after song, and before you know it, we're at finale. Well, I mean, yeah. So yeah. I totally I mean, understand. On the nursing units, in my all of my years of nursing, I would much prefer a busy day than a slow day. Yes. Now I don't want crazy busy. No, 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 That's exactly. A, but busy makes the day just. Whew, Fly by before you know what you're done. But if I'm bored, like if it ever gets slow to where you have time to sit down, like I'm an awful employee. <laughs> like I'm okay. the best employee ever. If it's busy, I can run bam, and bam, I can bam. go and I can work under pressure like nobody's business. I've got this. But if I get bored, uh, I'm the worst employee ever. Like I cannot function. It's like, do I have to get up? <laughs> Like, once you've been sitting for even 10 minutes, you're just like, I'm done. Your body's like, okay, we're here. You hear the call light go off, and you're like, oh, no, I just <laughs> oh, got gosh. comfortable. Oh, I know. So, yeah, I get it. It makes the day go by much faster if you're well, just Well, I do busy. have a question for Corey, and I, I know I need to go on these tours. You I really do. need to go. And I want, I want to go. It's not as bad as you think. It's not as no, strenuous no, I, as you think. Oh, I'm not thinking about that. I'm just thinking about it. I get all the way down there and have to walk like 65 flights of stairs up. That's but what. you don't have to do it quickly. But I'm exercising. You can take your time. Okay. Maybe chomping down on some M&M's over there? <laughs> no, she's on I a, cookie. a cookie. I oh. made I made cookies today. I didn't so. see those. And, no, Corey's on M&M's. So, Randy okay. made his super soft sugar cookies. Yes. Oh. So, okay. So, Corey, when I go... Or when anybody goes. If anybody's listening to this, you come to Silver Dollar City, go take the cave tour. More than likely, Corey will be well, there. ask who's leading that yeah, tour. Yeah, ask Make who's sure leading it. Make Corey's sure you get on Corey's tour. Make sure you ask Corey's tour. Okay, so how long in a, in a tour, how long does it take? So um, Depends on how the, how fast the slowest person on my tour can walk. Okay. Generally around so, an okay, hour. So from yeah, a gen- like 30 minutes? No, or, hour no, at least. So it's an at, hour, at least an hour. hour okay. to an hour and 15 minutes. Okay, so it, it's a good long tour then. Yeah. But it goes by fast. And you, well, sure. Like you learn so many interesting things along the way. That's yeah. a cool thing. It's basically a show. That's what I was saying. It's like it's you're performing. Yeah, and oh, I know yeah. for me. I am. I do a two-hour show, and I'm, I'm done. I, I mean, scream in the tour. Oh, my do goodness. Do you really? Okay, so I've never been on the Lantern Tour, which oh, yeah. well, that's is the a- one where they turn the lights off completely, and you only use the light of a lantern. And I saw that picture, yeah. And he does... I've He's never told me these stories. Like, completely different stories. Oh, oh this is a new tour. You know, tour. I go through the regular tour, and I, I mean, I could word for word probably give this tour <laughs> for him, because I have it memorized. yeah. yeah. But and I know all the jokes and it's hard. I have to right. like pretend they're funny and laugh again exactly. for the eight thousandth time. But the next one, like no, the lantern tour is completely different stories. Man. That's wild. And I mean, like I was learning stuff on that one, and yeah, I did not like the room where you scream though. Now wait, now Corey, do you scream? I mean, not like scream like a girl. 
He yells. It's some scary stories. You're just on gonna that have to see tour. it for yourself. So if it looks I go, like you go in the dark and he tells ghost stories. Yeah. So if I go down true. there and Corey tells me a ghost stories and I'm gonna have. I mean, I about like did that? that because he was because it's a very tight area that we're in and it's pitch black, so you can't see your hand in front of your is face. It the, is it the same tour area? Just a different... No, amp- no it's a different some area. Not for you the get to go tour. in some different areas that yeah. other people don't get to go. Okay, Shara, we have to plan. I'm serious. I, I I will hold you to it if you'll go. I'll go. It's, it's a good time. I'll go. You're off this month, and I don't... I this month probably the best time to go, too, because it slows down when school yeah, starts. August is always slower. August first, is first, slower. August is the first... So we could go, like, next week. September. Or yeah. Some, some, Heck, Yeah. Okay. But like he's in, so we're like in this tight spot and it's completely pitch black. You can't see your hand in front yeah, of your face. Right. And he's telling this ghost story. So he's right in front of me though. <laughs> like I can feel yeah. him moving. I sense right. that he's still there. He like screams right in my face. I mean, not only do I come out of my skin, but it was a scary story. And I'm like, is it time to turn the lights back on now? I don't like the story. Turn I, think, the lights on. I think I want the regular tour. I, don't, I, wanna, I, don't, I knew where he was. You and can't I, see the cave on the lantern tour because all the lights are off. Yeah, so you, you want to go on the regular tour the regular and tour. see the pretty cave first. Say, you're, you're in the cave, so there is zero light. Right. <laughs> so you want to go wow. on the regular tour where all the lights are on That's first. And then you go on the lantern tour Good. and hear some much cooler stories and get to see some areas Good. Well, that let, you let's don't. ship all the kids, to, your, your kids to school or whatever, then we'll go. But like, I, I knew he was right in front of me <coughs> and I so badly wanted to reach out and grab all of him. <laughs> I was like, terrified. Stop! Like, this is awful! Make it stop! <laughs> I was like, it would hey, probably Cor- be inappropriate hey, if probably I'm, just cracking up. I was <laughs> probably inappropriate if I'm clinging to my husband when the lights came back on. Yeah, that would not be kind of good. Okay, is this a weather podcast? Anyway, I don't know. Do I we? don't know. Well, you know, well, you know, honestly, the weather in the cave is I'm, always the same. I'm cool with the stories because there's really not much to talk about. Now, yesterday, the weather's been great. Uh, was it was it yesterday when we had that severe that we never got one warning, or was the, it two days? The ago? marginal. Yeah. Well, yeah, we we got the downburst that never got prompted a, a you know triggered a warning in Springfield. That one didn't. It did later. I mean, it now, kept producing in webster county it was the same set it went it went on over and i'm so glad you sent me you sent me velocities and i looked at the velocities yeah. like oh my god that's what's going on because hail yeah but boy that thing had some and that wasn't the only storm no that's the thing i mean for some reason the atmosphere was set up for for a couple of these cells moving over that had some downbursting to it yeah and and it's not the first time in the past month that we've had downbursts either. Exactly. And I was getting ready to ask you, we haven't seen a lot of downbursting late, like in the past no. several years. It's it's increasing. And I wonder why. Mm. I don't know. Right. Well, like with everything else, the weather is shifting, you know? Yeah. I mean, the whole climate is just changing. It, it, it's crazy. Um, huh. I saw a sun dog. Yeah. And Brian, one of our avid followers, uh, uh, sent or, or posted to to us on our on our Stormdar site uh, a double. At one point, there was a double going on. I thought, oh my god! I mean, technically, they're always a double, but there has to be a second cloud on the right side to be able to see. Exactly. It. Yes. Because it's basically an arc. 
Yeah, now wouldn't that be cool? If we, I mean, we've seen those before where it's all the way across. Yeah, you see them more like in Alaska and up there, it seems like, you know. Well, they have the falling ice crystal thing yeah. or something like that. I, I did a weather school on ice ice or frost or something, and we did that. But uh, um, I kept watching. This is really funny because I kept – you probably saw what I was posting – the, a cold front was just sagging, slowly sagging through southwest Missouri all afternoon into the evening. I mean, it was so slow. It must have been moving like two miles an hour or something. And thunderstorms were kind of developing along that thing. And I saw a whole bunch over in Joplin and Car- uh, Cassville and everything that looked like it was going to come right over Branson. And so... Yeah, it kind of fizzled. It did, and I, I was like so excited because it, there was it was cycling up, and I should have thought of that because they're going to cycle, you know. And this was a cycle. I was like, going to get it here. Once it got closer, yeah, it just the northern end just stopped. I'm like, really? Are you talking about the ones from last night? I mean, uh, well, evening, early you evening. You posted about the Branson Dome. Yes, it was that one. We finally did get some rain. It was raining about five o'clock in the morning. See, and I Ish. wasn't sure. I didn't look at radar because I had to get up and <clears throat> do some morning activity for I older people. <laughs> so I looked at the radar, and sure enough, it was raining. Wow. We picked up about a quarter of an inch, I think. Somewhere yeah. Around there. Yeah, I think. I slept uh, through it. Well, I mean, I would. I, when I got up, I, I thought I saw, you know, kind of a faint lightning flash. But a lot of times, I live on a corner, and the cars, when they turn a corner, they'll flash, the, you know, when the headlights. Right. I thought, so the lights go right in your window. You know, and so then I was sitting there doing doing my business, and then all of a sudden, it was going pow, pow. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's lightning. Yeah. And then I heard a really low rumble. I thought, oh. Well, I'm... since that stuff over, you know, Barry County, it was kind of on an uptick. And in the National Weather Service, they said they put out that uh, some kind of a message that said Branson. Cassville could get an update. Oh, like around the Arkansas border, yeah. Yeah. So I went ahead and turned my radio on loud because I was going to bed. I was tired. Yeah. So. It didn't go off. It didn't go off. We yeah. didn't have anything severe. Yeah, nothing was but severe. But I did just in case. You know, you just never know. I was wondering why you that's were true. hooking it up. And... Well, yeah. but but that's true because, you know, if you, it, the, the criteria for a severe thunderstorm is wind, wind gusts of 58 miles an hour or greater. And we had a 59 at the airport, but it must have been so fast with that downburst, it was just pointless. Well, that's exactly what it is, a downburst. They're yeah. Quick. They're quick. You you can't, yeah, you can't they forecast probably, it. Probably, you know, those, I get an alert instantly as soon as that happens from the measuring station at the airport. It goes right to my phone. I mean, yeah. it just boom. I, you know, but technically, technically, that's not so severe criteria. It was, it wasn't, it was... Fifty-seven point eight was what it actually was. Okay, so you know, that's not severe criteria. Would I have issued a severe on it? Yeah, probably so. Now, they did in Webster County, and it wasn't anywhere near that strong. Yeah. It was a little. It was over fifty, though. Yeah, I mean, and I think maybe they have to think about it in the aspect of duration. Because if you get a severe thunderstorm, this that could last forty minutes or thirty minutes, but a downburst is going to last a minute, if that. So it's like, yeah, eh, kind of a judgment, like what? Uh, yeah, and I want to talk about this too. Um, some of these storms were really electrical, and we had a couple of comments mm-hmm. about electrical. They should have issued a severe thunderstorm warning because of all the lightning. Well, lightning is not a criteria for right. a severe thunderstorm warning, you know. And they were, they were 
not arguing what they were talking about. And I said, well, yeah, I mean, but they can say a high electrical component. I mean, I've heard them say mm-hmm. electrical before, but it's not severe. A severe yep. is something damaging. Sometimes put out some graphics for frequent lightning or dangerous lightning. Exactly. But there's no way to tell for sure. There's no way to, to say we're going to have lightning damage. That's, you know. Exactly. Yeah, light, lightning da- damage, quote, uh, air quotes on the podcast, right. or flooding. I mean, I, I put it that way, too. It's like flooding is not a severe criteria either. There's two components. It's either wind gusts or wind speeds of at least 58 mile per hour or greater and or hail to one inch in diameter. And so we didn't get any hail, but we had that. So, I mean, I kind of, I kind of get what the weather service did i mean it, like i said a downburst it's it's just hard because it's there and it's gone so why issue a severe thunderstorm warning if it's gone in a minute you know mm-hmm. so i don't know anyway uh, uh near normal temperatures this week i was uh once th- now this cold front is way down into arkansas and uh i did see some <laughs> showers and thunderstorms right around harrison it was way yeah. hugging the border and i thought well i could see him from the car on the horizon Okay. <laughs> you could see the, the clouds from the storms anyway. And when I checked radar, there actually was a, a pretty strong shower, not a thunderstorm, in eastern Taney, and it evaporated oh, real I didn't quick. See that one. But I mean, it was like a quickie. But most of it was down there, and I thought, okay, I'm going to keep checking. And then I checked the meso maps. I saw where the wind flow was. I saw where the front was. And it, nah, it really wasn't going to do anything. But we are now in the middle of August. We are starting to reduce our normal high. We had been to 90 degrees for a normal high for a few weeks, two or three weeks, I guess. And now we are on the downside. So the average high for today, we're recording this on Sunday evening, is 89 degrees. But on Tuesday, it drops to 88 degrees. And on the 28th, it drops to 87. So we are starting to go down. And I like that because I want to get out and play disc golf. I've been sad though. I, we didn't get to enjoy the pool this week. It was a little cool. Like it was our last week before they go back to school, and we had know. two days oh. we didn't get out of the seventies. One was yeah. like seventy three. Oh, and it the overnight lows been, have been like sixty. Yeah. That's warm cool. For the pool, and it's like people were out there at Silver City buying sweatshirts. And, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yep. <laughs> That's wild. That would be me if it's in the seventies. Well, yeah. We have them. I almost wore pants yesterday. I had pants on <laughs> because it had okay. been kind of cool all day and overcast. Yeah. There was no sun. But right before I left, the sun came out and it got hot. And I thought, mm, I get hot when I'm walking all them stairs. So I changed into shorts. There you go. There you go. And with these cooler temperatures, I mean, I still can't say this was my hunch. You know, we talked about last week. I mean, my hunch of what was ha- what would happen would be 70s and 50s. We didn't get there. We just had a little cool cool break. So. A couple days. But yeah. that was just cloud cover. And-, and and we're going back. But I'm wondering if we're going to get any more rain. So let's uh, shove it to Corey for the next uh, segment. Model Minute. Model Minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute. It's time for the Model Minute. And... I don't know if there's much, but I want to throw it to you to see if there's any hope for any more precipitation on the horizon. Uh, it's not looking good. Eh. It's scattered at best and nothing until at least yeah, next Friday. 
A and whole week. We're just talking scattered. Not this scattered. coming Friday. Next. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, well, Friday the twenty fourth. Okay. I think it is. Yeah. And, and that's iffy at best. There's nothing major. Nothing major. Maybe some stuff way up north near Kansas City, but for the for the next uh, three hundred and some hour, you know, <laughs> yeah. There's nothing on the radar. Eh. Maybe a little front come through the southeast Kansas Joplin area Tuesday. The th- I think that says the thirtieth. I'm looking at this. Yeah, next week, Tuesday the thirtieth. You know how that is. Oh yeah. Once we get past, you know, seven days at least, it's so unreliable. Right. Well, there's nothing, nothing to write home about for sure. It's gonna be. Well, shoot. Dry. It could be cooler though. Yeah, and I sent you that. That I keep doing my cable here, and it's like a it, it, it distracting me. No, that that graphic where the National Weather Service says what the twenty eighth through the. Second was that it? Yeah, uh, cooler than average. So yeah, so cooler than normal, which is you know eighty seven. Uh, right at that you point, know, <laughs> could be eighty five and still be cooler, right? Uh, it, with me, I just want lower humidity, and they say that's the, that's the thing, right? And they say tomorrow is going to be uh, in the AFD. They said an ideal time to get outside and do stuff. So, it said, oh, I read one. I think it was out of St. Louis. It was a Facebook post, and I don't know why it said this. It said something to the effect of, if you're able and willing to, this would be the perfect week to go outside. (laughs) Are people in St. Louis not able to get outside? Are there people that don't go outside (laughs) ever? Or willing? Yeah. Wait, I don't want to go outside. (laughs) I refuse. Like, are there people that just literally wait for the okay? It's to beautiful go weather, but I don't want to go outside. If you're, if you're able, now is the time. No other time this year, but right yeah. now. Wow. Okay, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> St. Louis. Yeah. Is that all of you? The model? Yeah, minute? there's nothing on the models. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to get to the next segment, but I want you to look at the hurricane stuff. So let's get to the next segment. It's tropical. So, in the Atlantic, we have a tropical wave that's just west of Cabo, the Cabo Verde, 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 Verde. Okay, islands, whatever. Uh, and they say the conditions favor it to slowly develop over time, and that's why I wanted Corey to check while, while I read the Pacific. I want you to look at the longer range stuff because there could be good interesting but anyway the pacific a couple of disturbances uh around 17 north um i didn't give specifics but you know the degree 17 north uh one of them uh kind of in the middle of nowhere is there it's going over cooler water but it's not going to do anything but with the latest update i saw the one that's closer uh it's several hundred miles south southwest of baja it's now turned to an orange X. We talk about the X's. There's a yellow X, which is yeah, probably won't do something. The orange X is, yeah, we're going to keep an eye on it. It probably might do something. And the red X, which means, okay, just hang on. It's going to develop. So this is an orange X up from a yellow X earlier this afternoon. So they're thinking it might become something. It won't affect land. It's just going to move west-northwest and kind of get over to some quasi-favorable conditions, and it might develop into tropical depression. But again, that's going to move into uh, a less favorable ocean environment and probably not turn out to anything. So, so Corey, uh, do you 
Did I make any sense what I was just saying <laughs> earlier? You bet. Okay, so tell About us what? what what might be going on in the future. Uh, well, you got that low-pressure system uh, next to the uh, Cabo Verde Islands. It's, it's chugging this way. Mm-hmm. Possibly becoming something a week from, what is today, Sunday? Sunday, yeah. Maybe a week from today. It's okay. It's going to be a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They it they have time. <laughs> you yeah, over yeah, the yeah. entire Atlantic. But that's the yeah. uh, eastern Pacific. I'm gonna go more with the central or the okay. no the west Pacific. Yeah, right, the wrong right. ocean. Eastern Atlantic. Now I go to the western Atlantic. It comes. It kind of tells or what it thinks it's gonna do when it gets closer to the land. Right. Well, mm-hmm. as of now, it has it uh, lifting before it gets to Florida. Maybe up. Towards uh, South Carolina-ish, right? Oh, really? There. Okay, yeah. that's a right little now. different. Okay. As of right now, again, that's three hundred eighty-four hours away. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And last week we were talking three hundred eighty-four hours out, and you you were mentioning the GFS said there's they're just lining up. Yeah, I don't see that as much this time. Yeah. And it's just so hard. You just cannot rely on something 384 out is that two and a half it's two and a half weeks, right? Yeah, about 20 yeah. days. I mean, there is a low pressure system ahead of the one that we were just talking about. It doesn't amount, amount to much. Interesting. Yeah, maybe we got some Saharan desert in the way or you know just Sand. off the Sahara, yeah. You never know. Well, and the thing, you know, people always say, well, why do you even look at those? Well, we look at trends, and that's the only, the only reason. We have the, the CMC, which is Canadian. We have the GFS, which is the American. We've got the ICON, which doesn't – it goes out kind of far, but not too far. We look at trends. What are these saying? So, like we just talked about, Corey was saying last week they were all lined up. Well, this week – they're not, but we see that there's still activity going. So what we can deduce from that is we could start going I do believe that. we'll see an uptick in, in activity Yeah, in the next week. I do. That makes total sense. We're in that prime time. Oh, going into September? Oh, yeah. However, it's been slim to it, none. It's so been far. nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what, did, now, okay, now what happened? What happened? Uh, did something develop over Texas? Did something get a name? It didn't get a name. Okay. It's been downgraded. They don't think <laughs> it's going to amount to as much as they once thought before ah, it hits land. Ah, gotcha. It'll dump some rain down there, though. Yeah. Yeah. They thought maybe we would get at least a tropical disturbance pop up, uh, possibly a tropical storm. They had some tropical storms warnings down there for the yeah, very southern tip of Texas. Yeah. And it's kind of downgraded a little bit for sure yeah and and that's what happens but i I mean i completely agree with you i think at some point because this saharan dust thing is kind of subsided now we're getting right in that prime prime territory so okay one thing we look at hurricanes is the central minimum pressure which uh any type of air pressure, we call it barometric pressure. And this week's weather school is all about barometric pressure, how you can measure it and what it means uh, and how it affects or how you can tell the weather in your neck of the woods by looking at the barometer. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. 
My grandma just called and said it's going to storm because she could feel it in her joints. Could this be from a drop in barometric pressure? Atmospheric pressure, sometimes also called barometric pressure, is the pressure within the atmosphere of the Earth. The mean sea level pressure, or MSLP, is the average atmospheric pressure at mean sea level. This is the atmospheric pressure normally given in weather reports on radio, television, and newspapers or on the Internet. When barometers in the home are set to match the local weather reports, they measure pressure adjusted to sea level, not the actual local atmospheric pressure. In most circumstances, atmospheric pressure is closely approximated by the weight of the air above the measurement point. As elevation increases, there is less overlying atmospheric mass, so atmospheric pressure decreases with increasing elevation. Atmospheric pressure varies widely on Earth, and these changes are important in studying weather and climate. There are two types of barometers, mercury and aneroid. In the mercury barometer, atmospheric pressure balances a column of mercury, the height of which can be precisely measured. Atmospheric pressure at sea level is about 14.7 pounds per square inch, equivalent to 29.92 inches of mercury, or 1,013.25 millibars. A non-liquid barometer is called the aneroid barometer and is widely used in portable instruments and in aircraft altimeters because of its smaller size and convenience. It contains a flexible-walled, evacuated capsule, the wall of which deflates with changes in atmospheric pressure. This deflection is coupled mechanically to an indicating needle. A mercury barometer is used to calibrate and check the aneroid barometers. Barometric pressure also changes with the weather, or <laughs> rather, the weather changes with changes in barometric pressure. Being able to measure and analyze small changes in atmospheric pressure helps meteorologists track the weather and predict storms. Remember when your grandma used to say that she knew when a storm was coming because she could feel it in her bones? Well, it turns out that she may not have been as crazy as you thought. Changes in barometric pressure that accompany storms and shifts in weather patterns do affect our bodies, and many people are more sensitive to those effects than others. Although it's been indicated as a possible cause for everything from changes in blood pressure to an increase in joint pain, it can be difficult to pinpoint barometric pressure changes as the definitive cause for these issues when so many other atmospheric changes, like temperature, precipitation, wind speed, and direction, often accompany these shifts in the weather. 
Dr. Matthew Fink, a neurologist-in-chief at New York Presbyterian Hospital, explained that low barometric pressure can cause headaches or migraines by creating a pressure difference between the atmosphere and the air-filled sinuses. The problem is exacerbated when the sinuses are congested or blocked for any reason. Researchers at Tufts New England Medical Center in Boston surveyed 200 patients with knee osteoarthritis and found a link between changes in barometric pressure and ambient temperature and changes in knee pain severity. It's not clear why a falling barometer would exacerbate joint pain and arthritis, but studies such as this one confirm that they do. It could be that barometric pressure affects the viscosity of the fluid that lines joint sacs, or it could be that it triggers the pain responses in the nerve endings of the joint. Either way, it's what your grandma has been saying for years. Some people feel pain in their joints when a storm is approaching. According to biometeorologist Jennifer Vanos, Ph.D., when the barometric pressure drops, so does your blood pressure. For some, this might mean a feeling of dizziness or even blurred vision. Blood pressure is usually higher in winter when lower temperature causes your blood vessels to become more narrow. That's when more pressure is needed to force blood through those smaller veins and arteries. However, a study in the American Journal of Hypertension found no observed association between blood pressure variability and barometric pressure. Let's look at a couple of extremes in barometric pressure. The highest adjusted to sea level pressure ever recorded on Earth above 750 meters was 32.03 inches. The highest adjusted to sea level barometric pressure ever recorded below 750 meters was at Agata and Evenk Autonomous Okrug in Russia, elevation of 856 feet on December 31, 1968, of 32 inches. The Dead Sea, the lowest place on Earth at 1,410 feet below sea level, has a correspondingly high typical atmospheric pressure of 31.45 inches. The lowest non-tornadic atmospheric pressure ever measured was 25.69 inches set on October 12, 1979 during Typhoon Tip in the Western Pacific Ocean. The measurement was based on an instrumental observation made from a reconnaissance aircraft. In weather, air drifts from high-pressure zones to low-pressure zones. So, different air-pressure zones in an area create a stream of wind. Although it is not visible, air pressure affects the weather pattern to a great extent. Rising air creates low pressure while sinking air creates high pressure. With high pressure, sinking air suppresses weather development and produces clear skies with dry and stable weather. The wind travels clockwise around high-pressure systems in the northern hemisphere. Low-pressure systems produce unstable weather conditions like rain or storms. In a low-pressure zone, wind is circulated inwards and upwards rapidly, traveling counterclockwise in the northern hemisphere. As a result, air rises and cools, 
clouds and precipitation are formed. Storms are the deep center areas of low pressure systems. So the next time you hear grandma start complaining that her knees are hurting, check the barometer and the forecast because a storm could be on the way. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there is all the information you should have to watch your barometric pressure and know if it is it going to rain or is it going to be tranquil. So there you go. I just wake up and read my hair. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's the one. Oh, Gina and I talked about that. My hairdresser. We talked about maybe the frizz forecast. Does your hair get a little bit frizzy? Me? I don't have any hair. Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> no, but she does hair. She's a stylist. So it's like, so I said, okay, let's do the humidity level and the frizz factor. It is a real thing. <laughs> the struggle is real. Gosh. I'll see her Thursday, so I'll tell her that. Okay. So... Shara, I texted you. Guess what? I know, and I posted it. I know. We are number eight now. Last week, we thought we were still like 10 or 11. I, I did. We were 11. We are the number eight podcast in the world. Weather podcast. Weather podcast. Weather podcast. Yes. Sorry. Number eight weather podcast in the world. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Woohoo. So I thanks love for that. listening. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love it. And I mean, I was feeling a little depressed because remember we were at ten, then we went yeah, to we eleven. Yeah, to eleven. Yeah, and then I opened it up and it's, I looked at eleven. It's like, eh, we're not there. And then I scrolled up to ten. We're not there. And then I kept scrolling. I was like, we're at eight. Hey, oh my gosh! I would have went the other way. I'd have been like twelve. 13, <laughs> where'd we go? No, I had to go up. I had to go up to go. So yes, we are eighth, the eighth top podcast weather podcast in the world. Oh my gosh. And, and yes. we have a TikTok now. <gasps> Please explain the TikTok. Because we're cool like that. Yeah, we're, we're getting uh, We cooler. actually had requests. We had people asking us, when are you going to be on TikTok? Like, y'all need to make TikToks. So I started us an account. There's not much on it yet. There's three whole videos, but. You are the TikTok queen. But we are, we're getting there. Yeah, I am uh, not. I our first video we posted the other day got over. We're still working our way up. We're almost at 1,300 views. That's kind of like the podcast. <laughs> we're up to 40,000. Actually, I think we're up to almost 51,000 <clears throat> listens now, which is not bad. So we're going to be making some fun. Yes. TikTok. So if you're on TikTok, okay, what is the TikTok? We're adding? stormed our weather. Just stormed our weather. Yep. All one word, no underscores, anything. I don't know how to do it. Well, now I okay, now she's got to look. <laughs> I can't remember if I made it one big Well, I don't word. know if we're going to tell people. Well, you need to tell them how to get I there. I mean, yeah, totally. Okay. And our link to Instagram is on there. And Okay. Yeah. Now, IG, IG, we have, that's Stormdrow Weather Media. No, that's. Stormdrow Weather, all one word. Stormdrow Weather. Okay. We well, are just. What is our Twitter? It's tw- Stormdrow Weather Media. Is that it? On I don't know the Twitter. 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 I only linked Warn. the. Stor- Stormdar Warn. W-A-R-N. Oh, that's right, because on Twitter... Instagram is Stormed Our Weather Media. Instagram is Stormed Our Weather... I'm going to have to... See, I'm going to have to start putting that in the uh, descriptions at the end. Like, if they go to our TikTok, there's a link to our Instagram. Well... I can add a link to our Facebook and everything, but... Do it. 
But yeah. for now, yeah, we're we're yeah. on there. Go so yes, yeah, so, out on the TikTok. Yay! Get us on the TikTok. We're gonna go on the TikTok. Oh, okay, there we go. All right, so next, <laughs> in, in other news, uh, I saw some stuff. Uh, this is on CNN. Actually, it's all over the place. Uh, scientists are predicting a month-long mega storm about ready to hit what? California. Oh, well, California. I think I think this has to do with monsoon. Uh, the monsoon's kicking up, uh, which, you know, rainy season. We had some rain, like, Corey was saying in Texas with that system that probably is not going to be much, but there's like flood watches all the way in New Mexico and Arizona. And I'm guessing that's part of the mega storm. Well, have you seen Vegas lately? It's just, you know, we talked about the rain in Vegas. Cars are floating away. Oh, yeah. We talked about the the rain. Yeah. Well, that's great lightning. This is in the past two days though. We talked about the flooding. It's occurring. Wow. Okay, and that's that's monsoon season. And we uh, we talked yeah. about the airports being overrun with people trying to leave. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, so that's right. My now, gosh, currently they, who they goes need to it. Vegas stays in Vegas. They need right. it. They need every California needs it. Everywhere needs it. We oh my gosh, yes. All I it. mean, so much drought. I mean, Lake Mead is getting in trouble. I mean, all these lakes are getting in trouble. Lake Mead was like <sighs> half gone. Oh, I know. I mean, any rain. I'm I'm sorry. If if it's if it's coming all at once, as long as it goes into the correct areas, that's that's the thing. I mean, these poor people they're they're talking about having to completely rearrange their water schedule, and it, it's getting back. I mean, we're not saying anything. We have people have probably haven't already heard, but if monsoon se- monsoon season is coming up, please deliver the rain in the in those areas. Um, so drought, <laughs> what was it? North Northwest Berry County was downgraded. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it. Not much has Pretty changed. Much, yeah. I mean, did we did have some rain. Tomatoes, we didn't have as much rain that was forecast for us on the seven day WPC. It kind of right. fizzled out. We got a little. We were over supposed an, to get rain like get two or three inches. days in a row. We didn't get two inches. Yeah. No, not but, at all. Uh, you know. It was a nice soaking rain, I guess. And we need more of it. We just need more consistent rainfall. It's not looking that promising in the next seven days. But yeah, yeah the drought, not really. Not too big of a chunk was taken out of the drought, for sure. Yeah, we still got some D3s out there, which is extreme. Uh, we, Branson is not, uh, if I remember right, I'm not, not looking at a graph. I think it's D2, which is severe. But still, severe drought. There's yeah. just spotty D3. Uh, most of Jasper County's in D three. Okay. Uh, most of Barry County's in D three, but uh, we're under D two, which is severe. You know. Yeah, we just need to. Well, and we've talked about many times on the podcast. What we need is a nice little tropical system coming up from you know the and the usually Gulf. it's in the September time frame that that would happen. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. right. They'll just kind of come up, you know, not win. Of course, by the time it gets here, it's not going to have any wind. But they come up and have this, you know, three or four days of just a steady rain, not deluge, just steady rain, no flooding, just kind of refill those aquifers up so we can put a dent in this drought. So, uh, I thought this was interesting. New Zealand. Okay. If you listen to the podcast and know whether uh, New Zealand is in winter, Right now? 
Yeah. New Zealand's next to Australia. I mean, you knew yeah. they were usually a day ahead of us, but... Well, I mean, not no, even they were time a whole frame. season ahead of us. Oh yeah, but they're <laughs> well, they're in the southern hemisphere. They're way down. They're almost to the South Pole. Oh, well, not South so Pole. So what's but. winter like in New Zealand? Like you know, seventies. Well, I got to tell you, what I read today is they've had four days of flooding downpours with hundreds of evacuations mandatory, and they've had the warmest day on record uh, yesterday in Auckland Airport. Of 21 degrees centigrade, which is 70 degrees Fahrenheit, and Gisborne, G-I-S-B-O-R-N-E. I was saying it right for this time of year. For yesterday, I mean, but for like this is a record high for this time of yeah, year. Yeah, they're okay. in winter. They they should be like in 40s and 20s I mean, like us. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, the, climate change. It, it is climate changing. The 22.6 degrees centigrade in Gisborne, which is 72, 72. Is what we had the other day for a high, and we're in summer. We're still in summer. Yes. So, uh, you know, the global warming is. Oh, I didn't. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Climate change. Not global warming. No, I don't want to say global warming. Thank you. Don't say that uh, word. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but also, what's happening is China, I'm sure this has been in the news, China has been shutting down factories due to the heat. It's the worst heat in 60 years. Uh, with the high temperature, oh, I forget to, I forgot what, uh, Beijing? I don't know, I forget. Uh, I didn't write the city on here. With 42.1 degrees centigrade, because all the rest of the world goes in centigrade, and we do Fahrenheit, 108 degrees in China. China is not used to that. I'm surprised they shut the factories down, though. They don't have a way to cool it. I mean, I, mm, I've air seen... Air conditioning, come on, you're China. No, but I've seen, they have taken big blocks of ice... And put them in with fans on them. That's an idea. I know, but that's what they're having to do. And the ice melts like that. Right, one hundred eight. Yeah, so that that's really really bad. Uh, But they are cloud seeding. I I saw that, and I didn't go into it, but it was kind of like one of those quick things I saw in there. But they are shooting rockets up into the sky to try to make it rain. To try to make it rain. Because they're dry and they're really, really hot. And we I think a lot of people don't realize that's a real thing. Oh gosh, yes. Like if it gets dry and hot enough. Well, it compounds. Let's try to burst some clouds. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 we've mentioned a lot again on the podcast. A drought is compounding. <laughs> you get the dry ground, it heats up faster, makes the atmosphere faster, which prevents it to rain, which in turn makes it ground makes the ground hotter i mean it's all compounding is the seeding working uh like i said i didn't i didn't research that hmm. i mean i saw that on the news that they were doing that but i don't know if it's successful but you know anything we had i think we had cloud seeding weather school you know a couple of three or four podcasts ago but uh it does work but not perfectly you know it's not one of those we're gonna shoot a rocket up there and gonna rain no it's, it's, a, it's a here's hoping yeah yeah it's a here's hoping thing um anyway ooh, i wanted to get this because i thought this was interesting oh we haven't talked about this in a while <gasps> we haven't done an el nino update in a while you th- you thought it was going to scream, didn't you? I thought you? it was going to scream. <laughs> no, that's the... Which one? Oh, that's the Halloween thing. <laughs> I never know when you're going to throw that back in <laughs> Well, I got it on a drop over here. No, El Nino. I looked at El Nino, and if I can read my writing, 
Okay, Corey, see if you can decipher this because I wrote it verbatim what they said. And I'm like, okay. So this is what the uh, climate, whatever, Inso place said. Quote, chances for La Nina gradually decreasing from 86% in the coming season to 60% during December through February. That's verbatim. That's so the the chances of it <laughs> continuing are going down twenty percent in meteorological winter, basically. That's what. Okay, okay, right. Chances for La Nina gradually decreasing from eighty six percent in the coming season to sixty percent during so December to February. So we're still six percent. Yeah, I mean, we're yeah. still going to be in La Nina, which we talked about before. Um, because I mean I haven't paid attention to Enso or La Nina, so I was like, I don't know. so I thought, okay, so I wanted to write that down verbatim just to see what was going on. I don't know what's going on. So. Anyway, you got anything over there to add for um, the news? Scientists have warned us. Uh oh, they have warned us. Talk to us. Many many years ago, they warned us that this could happen, and, and now it's finally happening. Oh boy, sea turtles mm. in Florida. Every sea turtle in Florida today is being born a female. What? Why? No males. Are they one of those that can like flip their gender? No. Because the sand is too hot. What? The sex is determined by temperature. Huh. Oh. And you're not going to believe what so it's then due are they to gonna, climate are, change. Are they going to become they endangered? Because They're they saying can't. they warned us and it finally happened. Wow. So if you have all females and no males, are we going to get endangered turtles? Possibly. Maybe they already are. I don't know. Well, I don't want to get into biology, but if you look at it, males need to be cooler. Uh, yes, that happens in humans, too. That That's what I mean. It's like so. Right now, males are outnumbered 10 to 1. But right now, all of them seem to be born female. Those are the ones that have already I mean, been there's born. There's like thousands. Are they actually looking at every single one of them? Well, I'm sure they're looking at a lot. You're talking thousands of little baby turtles that hatch and That's head for the sea. Climate change is putting heavy pressure on the endangered animals, it says. Uh, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. That No, that's oh, that's not good. No. Sea turtles. Now, did you say that was Florida? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I wonder what the sea turtle thing is up in Atlanta. Sea turtle eggs incubated in sand hotter than 88.8 degrees Fahrenheit. Will be female. Well, they just need to dig deeper. Interesting. What? They need to dig deeper. <laughs> Bury them deeper down. They well, need to get they, they need deeper. to move further north. They yeah. need to. They need to go deep, deeper down to where it's a little bit cooler. However, I'm not sure that's true because Corey, didn't you? Didn't you see where that New England? I start to say New York and North America. Yeah, they're they're having some uh, heat issues as well. So the sand there's got to be pretty hot. everywhere. So yeah. apparently this uh, seeding in China, it's not going as well as... Oh, really? Because I know they're trying it. The clouds are not... Uh, I'm I'm trying to understand the scientific talk. Well, let's talk... The we, clouds aren't big enough. They're they're too thin. Okay. And it's not... They're not dense ...creating yeah. as much... Because when you send something up... It's not creating up, enough. Okay. And oh. some of it's like just not even working at all, so... So no rain over they're there. They're trying, but... Drought... This whole world is going to be a drought. Already is. <laughs> it already is. It really already is. It's hot and it's that's, dry. That's really interesting, Corey. I and I didn't know that. The eggs of the yeah. Wow. That's so okay. sad. 
I know. It uh, says for the past four years they've but researched I mean, thankfully it and they have only for found like, females for the past four thankfully years. Thankfully they live like 100 years, so there's got to be some males out they there They do still. live a while. Well, if, if they got food, maybe they can hang out. Maybe we'll get a cool season. Sea turtles they, live a long time. <laughs> they do. They do. Okay. Got anything else? That was a, nope. that was a nope. historical fact from Finding Nemo. And uh, Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, look at you. <laughs> Just watch Disney. They'll tell you. You know. <laughs> You've been driving. Okay. I think it's time to get to the next segment. Get ready to get Edumacated in Shara's fun facts are this week in weather history, whichever one she has prepared for today. And it's time for Shara's fun facts or whatever she's got prepared for today. So, Shara, what do you got for today? I have a little bit of both. Oh, okay. I always like that hybrid. We're gonna do it backwards. Oh, I usually start what? with the fun facts. We're gonna do the weather history first. Oh, uh, okay. All right. What are you sending me? <laughs> Somebody. I, I sent you something great. Somebody's oh wow! Sending me images while I'm trying to. <laughs> Corey's trying to help you, man. Am I supposed to read this, this yes. thing? Are you like, supposed to read right that now thing? as my segment is happening? Yes. Uh oh. Is it breaking news? Uh, on the state, 2007. I'm reading this literally blind, so <laughs> whew, hope it's clean. Oklahoma has had a lot of weird weather before, but nothing beats this: tropical storm Aaron. Okay. With an E. A tropical oh. storm had moved onshore into Texas and started to dissipate into a tropical depression. Not much was expected of it in Oklahoma. The local meteorologist went on air Friday and all said, a few showers expected for Saturday morning. Have a good night. This is from a, a meteorologist in Oklahoma yes. City, by the way. Oh, okay. The next okay. morning, the phones were ringing. Get into the station now. You're not going to believe this. This is wild. Whoa. Okay. Aaron ended up reforming inland with many tornadoes reported and dumping up to 10 inches of rain near Oklahoma City. The storm even formed an eye and wind gusts to 80 miles per hour. An eye over Oklahoma. That's crazy. Oh my God. That is something you only see when storms are over water. This is hurricane weather. Oklahoma has no coastline nearby, of course, duh. What would cause this? Strengthening low-level jet stream, perhaps? Ample soil... Well, we don't have soil moisture. Not right now, we don't. Uh, yeah, not... I would uh, think it would strengthen a tropical system. Damage yeah. was reported to homes. Helicopter rescues occurred as floodwaters moved in, and sadly, six people uh, passed. Five million dollars in damage. That's crazy. Okay, two things. When was this? Two days ago? 2007. Oh, sorry. No, I said on this date. I, I, I read the three days on ago. On this date, two he days ago. <laughs> hey, he just sent me the fact. I'm trying to take it all in at once. You're reading it blind. On this date in 2007. 2007, okay. 2007. That was the year that Miami flooded really bad. That is correct. Now, wait. Isn't 2007 the big flood everywhere? Uh, 2007 it rings a, flood a lot because it, it was in July. It wasn't August. That's true. Okay, but something July rings a bell. 2007 was when Miami yeah. flooded, and I was huge pregnant. And Corey left me to go help move our grandparents out. No, oh, perfect. And yeah. I was terrified. Because the house was flooding. I was terrified. Yeah, it was I was going to go into labor, and my husband was El gone. El Nino or La Nina? Uh, we never know. I mean, it was. We I had could, we had flooding that year. We had. Apparently, we a had extreme heat. I mean, that that's year. hurricane force winds, eighty miles an hour over 
Oklahoma City with an I. I remember the week Garen was born. It Something was well was over a hundred. Well, yeah. okay, All okay. Week. That that's what I was going to ask you. It's like so. Aaron was a tropical something. Right when it hit but Texas, it, but, but then when it, it hit Texas, and, and then it went down, it died, down but then it reformed an eye and everything. With an eye, that is so unusual over Oklahoma. So unusual because yeah. usually they hit the coast and they die. Okay. Once they hit All land, right. they die. All right. Okay. Okay. So you continue. I'm going to do some research now. I know this is totally, but it's your segment, so you go do your thing. Okay. Well, we're going to do some more of this date in history first. Okay. On August 21st, 1873. The U.S. Army Signal Corps issued a hurricane warning extending from Cape May, New Jersey, which I've been to, to New London, Connecticut. This was the first. I've been there. I've not been to New London, Connecticut, but I rode on a ferry to Cape May, New Jersey. That's where the Taylor Cemetery is. Oh my! This was the first such warning issued by this service because it had been formed just three years prior. Mm Mm-hmm. 1873, first hurricane warning went out. Um, this week, uh, Thursday, August 20th, 1992. Mm-hmm. What happened that year? Quick. Andrew. Hurricane Andrew. It is the 30th anniversary of Hurricane Andrew. It's crazy because I remember that, but I didn't realize I was still in high school at the time. You weren't even in high school yet. 92. What? No, you I was 13. I was in junior high. Whew. Yeah. I had just turned 13. Anyway, yeah. 30th anniversary of you know, there's only, Hurricane Andrew. You know how many Category 5s have actually hit America? Well, not many. Five. Somewhere Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> not, Five. I mean, yeah. but Cat 5? Oh, my God. Cat Category, five is just and, and Hurricane I Andrew remember, was one. Andrew was one that stuck in my head. Like that was a memorable yeah. one. Oh, oh, I watched like that. I was thirteen. I, and I was I in St. Louis at that point, and I watched it on my TV with Jim Cantore down <laughs> the course. West Channel. Oh my God! You know? <laughs> that guy is going to live. My forever. apartment, West Point. I remember that so vividly. It's weird. Okay. All right. Here's another one. Corey sent me. Um, happy birthday to Hawaii officially became America's 50th state on August 21st, 1959. Um, Their hottest temp ever was in Pahala, April 27th, 1931, reaching 100 degrees, which... That's their highest temperature. I know. Ever like, been? I feel like Hawaii would have gotten hotter. Hot, 100 is less... Well, it's balmy down there. It's, it's not hot. You know. Um, the cold. coldest temp ever, 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 uh, I no, want to try that again. Okay. Wanna, okay. I don't know. <laughs> 1979. What a wonderful year. Was 12 what degrees. A wonderful. 12 degrees in Hawaii, huh? 12 degrees in Hawaii. What? That it must have been way up there. No. On the top of a mountain it, or something. Is there a C or an F? Uh, it's Fahrenheit. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be on top of a mountain. Because Hawaii, like downstairs. But this downstairs, was May 17th. It doesn't matter. Imagine it's, vacationing there May 17th and it being 12 degrees. I would want I a want refund. I want my money back. No, I, I say, <laughs> want my money back. That's what I said. It's like, give me a refund. I want now. <laughs> okay. I have some fun facts now. Oh, okay. Fun facts. Um, snails have been known. Like, I'm jealous here. Ew. Snails have been known to sleep up to three years. Oh my gosh, what fun. If the weather isn't moist enough to meet their needs. So like, I could look outside and be like, eh, I'm not feeling this weather. I'm going back to sleep. 
Three years. Up to three years they can do this. I could do that. Three years they can be like, eh, yeah, good night. I'm not feeling it. It's not enough. Keep trying. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, we're good. Uh, koala fingerprints are almost indistinguishable from humans, so much so they can taint crime scenes. What? Really? I mean... Okay, that's so weird. So if you want to commit a murder... Yeah, get a koala. You need to find a koala <laughs> and let them walk all over the crime scene and, and they're not going to know who did it. Um, okay. People who suffer... From, <coughs> I know, I'm going to try to say this. People right. who suffer from boanthropy... And this is for real. Oh, my okay. gosh. How do you spell it? B-O-A-N... T-H-R-O-P-Y. I looked okay. up the pronunciation. I was going to say it, it looks like boanthropy. boanthropy. Yeah, okay. Believe they're a cow. And they will live out their life as a cow. That ain't right. I feel that, like that's not they right. need therapy at they, that point. They need like heifer therapy. If you're out in a field pretending to be a cow... I mean, I get the vegetarian thing, but you know. And, uh, yeah. I didn't know those things existed. It's weird there's a word for it. <laughs> That's what's sad. That's what's scary. There's, there's a word there's for it. There's an actual word for people think they're a cow. people out there that think they're cows. No. Oh, my God. Do I have a thing? Uh, wait. I, I don't you know, know which one I got. Okay, you do you, boo. Wait. If you want to be a cow, you go be a cow. Okay. <laughs> that that is the okay. philosophy of these times, right? You do you do. Okay. <laughs> this one, my twenty-year-old would find. Yeah, oh, weird fun facts today. Yeah. I found these, and I was quite impressed with them. <laughs> I I mean, I've run out of fun facts, but these popped up, and I'm like, ah, oh, new ones. <laughs> okay, okay. Pod pod. Yeah, there. There are more Lego minifigures in existence. Than actual people on Earth. I'd believe that. I, mean, I would believe it. Think about how many people on Earth, though. Oh, I'd believe it. On the it. whole entire world. Yeah, I, I would totally believe that. And Lego Legos. minifigures. Just the little minifigures, which they, we they have They could make 100,000 a day. I mean, come on. Well, I guess people could make 100,000 a day. I start huh. to say, I mean, there's probably well, 100,000 people born each day, but I don't know. I, <laughs> wow. I mean, we probably have half of them <laughs> in our possession. Oh, our God. Our 20-year-old collects uh, Lego. Okay. Anyway. <sighs> okay. What is Gosh. an eternal reef? Uh, any reef that lasts forever. An eternal reef combines a cremation urn Ash scattering and burial at sea into one meaningful, permanent environmental tribute to life. An eternal reef is a designed reef made of environmentally safe cast concrete placed on the ocean floor as a permanent memorial of a life well lived. That's not even close to what I thought it this was. This is a thing. If you want to become a reef when you die, you can. I want to become a tree. You could do that too. Well, I know, I you know. Become that's a out lot there. of things when you die now. Wow! But if you want to be a reef for families and individuals that choose cremation, Eternal Reefs offers a unique memorial choice that replaces cremation urns and ash scatterings with a permanent environmental living legacy. It is both a gift to the environment and to future generations. 
They are invited and encouraged to participate in the creation of their loved one's memorial wreath as much as they wish, from placing handprints and memorabilia on the damp concrete during the casting, making a rubbing of the bronze plaque during the viewing ceremony, placing a flag on your loved one's memorial wreath during military honors, or boating to the placement site to watch the reef be deployed to its final ocean rest. All activities at an Eternal Reefs Project are designed to be a positive experience and provide peace of mind for the loved ones. I think I want to be a reef when I die. I'm not sure how to respond to that. <laughs> Fun fact. Okay. If you want to be a reef, you can. <laughs> I uh, personally, no thanks. You know, I mean, but, but it'd be really. I mean, you know, whatever. I want to be a reef off of Florida, and my family can boat out to visit me every summer. Karen wanted to be a firework, so and she is. So be it. So be it. There it is. If you want to be a tree? We'll make you a tree. I, I want to be a tree because then I can grow. You can like... be jewelry. You can be whatever you want to be now. <laughs> can be bullets they can wow. shoot you into the i mean wow this is getting weird you don't have to die <laughs> this is getting really weird on. your fun facts are taking us to a, like a really spooky you know when you've been doing fun facts for three years you start <laughs> running out of fun facts and they just become eh, you're facts. just kind of grabbing for anything <laughs> that's all i got oh my gosh you're welcome Yes. Well, well, thank you. Something thank you. to think about. That's true. You know, I'm going to go home and rewrite my will. <laughs> I want to be a reef. Yeah, I'm going to rewrite my will. I want to be a tree. Uh, okay. Good. Fun facts, I guess. Um, <laughs> like anyway. Uh, I found them interesting. <coughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure a lot of our listener uh, will find it. <laughs> All like seven of them. Yeah, seven or ten of them. Yeah. Brad, hey, I'm glad you listened, Brad. <laughs> mom, mom, and, and Brad. Brad. <laughs> Rob and Brad. Well, at least we got two. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, okay, so while you were doing your, your fun factoids over there, I was looking at La Nina versus El Nino years in 2007. That was that the that was the question, right? Two, August 2007, right? We were talking yeah. about Hurricane Andrew, yes. Yeah, August Hurricane Aaron. No, we were talking about Aaron. Oh, Hurricane Aaron. Yeah. Sorry, I got confused. Aaron was thirty. Andrew was right. his thirty year. Yes, Aaron yeah. was in two thousand seven. So I so I have pulled up here uh, a monthly report. Oddly, oddly enough, it's from ncei.noaa.gov. You you all can go and listen to that. Uh, not listen, watch it. Uh, the report is El Nino Southern Oscillation, and it gives you the year option, and it gives you a month option. So I said two thousand seven of August, and view report. And so what they're saying is uh, the water temperatures in the mixed layer remain below normal, which means La Nina, uh, with an area of uh, minus 2 degrees centigrade or 3.6 degrees Fahrenheit and cooler temperature anomalies uh, between 50 and 200 meter depths in the central and eastern equatorial Pacific. Uh, warmer than average, upper ocean temperatures remain in the far western equatorial Pacific. And uh, for the month, the SST, which is a sea surface temperature anomaly, for uh, for Nino, uh, 3.4 was negative 1.31 Fahrenheit. So without going into complete weird explanation of all that, uh, it, we were in a, 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 La, a La Nina at that point. So there you go. So whatever happened, I can't remember exactly what you just said. <laughs> but, it but, formed an eye. 
Yeah, that. They oh, yeah. Reformed an eye over, over over Oklahoma. Yeah, but that. Okay, but <clears throat> the question was because of that, was it an El Nino or La Nina? And we were in La Nina at that point. But I think it doesn't matter because that something happened on land. Correct. At that point, to it may get not up there. have had to do with anything. Yeah, that like was just that. like I mean, super. They thought super maybe weird. a low level jet or something, which is you know totally possible. Yeah. Yeah. Got, any, got anything over there, Corey? Um, no, not really. Okay, well, it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. And Shira's going to hate me because I got... <laughs> she's looking down. I gave her a really hard good I this week. I knew when you hide it that it's... Yeah, I, I on, on the outline, I kind of hide one. Now, there are two pronunciations... Of this, and I looked both of them up, so <laughs> you could say either one. <laughs> Are you all right over there? <laughs> I don't know, but but I had to write them down over here. Which oh, sure, you get to write well, them down. No, it may, okay, uh, uh, okay. So try to pronounce it, and then, or do you want to spell it first so people will I'm know? Gonna say it first. Say try to say it first. Okay, let me get my buzzer ready because uh, <laughs> it took me a while. Uh, and where's my ding? They're, okay, they're right next to it. Okay, so what is this week's Storm Dare Weather? Weather word slash phrase of the week. Ah. Uh, Neve penitente. Is this a Spanish word? <laughs> oh, my God. That's a, that's a I second. I did not get it right. That's the second one. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm like, other ones yeah. like naive Penitent. No, Neve Penitent. Neve Penitent is the is the first one. The second okay. one is Naive Penitente. Oh my God! I took Spanish in high school. Well, but I don't know if this is even Spanish. Or not. I don't know either. But it anyway, looks the way it says Penitente. But I tell you, if you look, okay, actually spell it now so everybody can say N I E V E P E N I T E N T E. Yeah, it's a very Naive fascinating thing. Penitente. Penitente. It's like, or Penitente. Italian. It's going to be a penitente. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, so what does neve penitente mean? A spike or pillar of compacted snow, fern, or glacier ice caused by differential melting and evaporation. The pillars form most frequently on low latitude mountains where air temperatures are near freezing, dew points are much below freezing, and ice ugh, insulation is strong. Penitents are oriented individually toward the noonday sun and usually occur in east-west lines. Okay, now that definition probably doesn't mean much, but you really, really need to Google penitent, penitent, P-E-N-I-T-E-N-T, and they are fascinating, fascinating to look at. Do the Google images. They're just like spikes of snow that go on for miles and miles. They're very fascinating. But I saw that and it's like, oh, wow. You know, it takes me a couple of hours to actually do this. That would have been a winter fun fact. Do what? That should have been a winter word during snow. You're running out of fun facts. I'm running Sorry. out of weather words. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have to end the podcast. Sorry. Right. Yeah, okay. So we run out of weather words and fun facts. So, uh, yeah, join us next We've run out of weather information. Yeah, we're done. So, sorry. so yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll always find something. I actually, when I if I actually completely run out of something, I'll start tapping my meteorological meteorology friends. I mean, seriously though, like I don't remember what we talked about last week. So I don't either. If we go back two or three years, who's gonna remember? 
Well, on on the weather word, I've got it all documented, which I told you. You said I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure, they're all nicely filed and it tabbed is. and well, because I don't want to. The, my whole goal of the podcast is I don't ever want to repeat anything. On I the I don't really think we can repeat this. But honestly, I, I think, think if we, we repeated it, so... nobody's going to remember that. I think we're so crazy every week. There's no <laughs> repeating it. Yeah, exactly. There you go. You're <laughs> on the fly. Oh, and those frozen flies, I'll tell you. Except if you're in New Zealand when it's really warm and 70 degrees. But Wow, what a fun-filled podcast. Don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> or are we just, you're, you're just. You're... I think it helps when Corey and I have been traveling all day. Yeah, well, I mean, you have. I mean, Tobias is like what two and a half it's hours? Just two hours. Oh, two hours. Okay, but still, you came right so home. And we then got over up early here. and we left at eight thirty oh. this morning. So you're punch drunk at this point. <laughs> and drove home at. Uh, we got home a little after eight. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, okay. Well, maybe we, maybe we need to do that. But um, okay, Corey. Tomorrow is our last day to oh. sleep in. Oh, is it like? Oh, because school, school starts. Year. School year starts Tuesday. Okay. Um, so tomorrow's our last day to sleep in. Tuesday is a very, very monumental day. Why is that? In Taylor history. Okay, why is that? It will be Corey and I's first day in 23 years that we have no children at home. <gasps> oh, my gosh. They're all in school or moved out. Wow. You mean kids wait. at home for 23 Okay, wait a minute. Years. You're going to have your first experience with empty nest. Yes. And you're going to I mean to they're going to come back. Well, I know, I know. Well, yeah, but you got the day. I think empty nest is when they actually leave, but Oh my gosh. Two of them have left. Three of them are going to leave because for the Griff entire... is now in kindergarten. Griff starts kindergarten. Oh. He's so excited. And I know what you're going to do. You're going to go home and sleep all day. <laughs> That's what you're going to do. <laughs> sure. Or else you're going to go kayaking. We're going to breakfast first. There you go. Drop we've, the kids we've off. We've already decided we're going to get up and go to breakfast. Alone. Perfect. Wow. And then who knows what we'll do all day. Wow. But Griff will start kindergarten. Jillian oh is going gosh. into third grade. Third. Garen is starting his sophomore, sophomore year. Yes. Grayson is away in St. Louis at college. Right. And Grant is an he, adult. He's an old man. Yeah. Who knows what he's doing? Yeah. And who cares? Because he's on his own. <laughs> as long as he's fed, that's all I care. Wow. Well, I you know I got to give right before we end. I got to give a shout out to your son, Garen, because he and I have been. Disc golfing. Guys became disc golf buddies. We have become disc golf buddies, and I tell you, we've been out three times. Three times, I think. It took a couple of times, but that third time, something clicked, and that kid has got something. He's got to keep developing it. Now, I, I don't. It may stop now that he's going to school. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, and that's fine. Make it busy. Who knows? But the the kid's got something. He likes it though. I'm glad, and he's got a little gift. Uh, I, I texted him because he, he te- right after we started the podcast, he texted me and says, when are we going golfing? Like, so, well, you start school Tuesday, dude. Yeah, it's like, okay. I said, well, you need to tell me tomorrow. We could probably go tomorrow afternoon or whatever. Anyway, so we're going to do that. The weather's going to be perfect. You guys are going to do your thing on Tuesday, which will be perfect. Well, no, the weather's going to be nice this week. It's going to be, it's August. Maybe we'll hit the water. But it's August. 
You know, so it's not going to be 70s. It's going to be right around average, we which is 80 kids. Day. We could hit the water. You could do whatever you want. That's great. So, so you Corey. Any last words, Corey? Yeah. Got anything else to add over there? I'm ready for bed. <laughs> yep. I bet you are. Yeah. We're with your last bed. day. So I'm sure you're all fun facted out. Mm-hmm. Where's my outro? You're done? <laughs> I'm done. Sure <laughs> is so done. <laughs> All right. So done. Well, let's wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Email us. We love it. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time. So join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.